Welcome to Don't Box Me In, the show that features conversations with people from all walks of life, talking about their extraordinary experiences and inspirational messages. Now, here's your host, Lana Reed. Hello, hello, and welcome. It is a new year, and we've got some new things lined up coming down the pipeline at Don't Box Me In. It's a contest or two, and maybe some more. So stay tuned to my website, lanareed.com, for more details on that. Uh, today's guest will talk about a topic that I understand firsthand, uh, that is single parenting. Although my personal story is of two married people who were raising a child together, the death of my husband made me understand the challenges of raising a child alone. Yolanda Nolly is the executive director and president of Single Parent Sisterhood of America, Incorporated. Not only does she take on the issue of single parents, but she helps build stronger families and stronger seniors. I'm excited to be able to chat with her today. With pleasure, I welcome Miss Nolly to Don't Box Me In Today. Yolanda, welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> She's got kids in the background, right? <laughs> hi, hi, Miss Reed. <laughs> <laughs> You're with the kids now, huh? Yes, actually, I'm with the kids uh, that are in my program. Uh, we have, um, you know, that we started uh, recently and just helping kids finalizing and going into um, their own with their own uh, small businesses. Oh, okay. How, how many how many youngsters do you have with you right now? Uh, I just I just have the two because they heard about the radio show. And oh, <laughs> oh, so you I've got some extra guests today. And, and what are the young folks names? Just the first names will do. Um, I'm going to let them announce themselves because there's okay. girls here. Okay. Hello, my name is Evie. Hello, my name is Catherine. Too precious, too precious. Well, it's good to meet both of you. I'm glad you're here with me. Oh, and the name of our business is Even Case Fashion. Repeat that one more time. What's the name of your business? Even Case. Ease and Case. Fashion Oh, okay. And how old are the two of you? I'm eight. I'm, I'm nine and I'm eight. Okay. Wow. Well, how do you know Miss Nolly? How do you know Yolanda? Actually, he's my best friend and I'm her daughter. Oh, okay. So you kind of, you have to know her by default. That's your mom. Okay. Well, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're hanging out with me today. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful day. It's cold out here in, in Florida. <laughs> okay. I think a lot of the uh, nation got hit with some cold weather. Uh, so, Yolanda, tell me this. Um, it's always amazing to me uh, when an individual puts on their superhero cape and tries to save the world in some sort of way. Uh, how exactly is it that you became involved with this particular mission? Um, well, you know, we, we come from, I come from a background where, you know, my mother and father uh, were recently divorced, and and I got to see how hard it was for my for my mother to to struggle with three kids of her own and um, find a way to support us. And she was so supportive, and and our in our trying our best in school, and always there for every activity that we had. Always was there to support my brothers and their and and their um, just just in their in their schoolwork and and everything we did and. I, I kind of I kind of dedicated my my life to just wanting to help out other single parent families mm-hmm. as senior citizens because you know my, now my mother is a, a senior citizen herself and, uh, and and I've met so many uh, friends that are that, that are senior citizens and uh, they're and, and I love them all so okay. that's that's kind of why I dedicated this mission. Okay, so. so it's all close to home for you. So how how long have you been at this? Um, for close to, uh, almost two years. Almost okay. Years. Okay. Now, if I can ask, what what were you doing before you became involved with the nonprofit industry? Um, this is I had a you know small uh, small businesses that I did, um, mm-hmm. also helping out other businesses with uh, growing their expansion and expanding their business marketing and other 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 things in, in, the, in that network as an entrepreneur myself. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And uh, from there, it's just you know, just uh, it's just expanding, and um, I just started to think, wow, you know, um, this is something that um, 
there's something more to life than this. I, you know, I'm a little older now, and there's, there's more to life than this uh, that I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. more, more like a kick the bucket list. <laughs> I got you. To start, you know, to start doing something more for, you know, for the economy. And uh, I'm just a very big fan of John F. K. You know, he said himself that, you know, start thinking about what your country can do for you and try to do something for your country. There you go. There you go. I think, you know, that's probably one of the problems, you know, we have as a culture now. We tend to be um, self-orientated. It's all about me. And we don't understand how we can thrive and flourish better as individuals if we help out the community that we're in. So, you know, I think it's a very important point that you have made there. Um, now, with your your nonprofit that you have there, Single Parent Sisterhood of America Incorporated, you're based down there in Florida and um, the the issue of single parenting, do you notice in your travels? Is it a a prevalent problem? Is it is it common in your your area? Um, it, it's, it's very common in certain areas that that I've been through. Um, okay. And and some parts of uh, Winter Park and Maitland area, okay. they're kind of on the outskirts of Winter Park and in other areas that are predominantly you know have a higher in, have a higher income. And, mm-hmm. and one of the one of the programs that we're doing, you know, for for children is over at Hungerford Elementary School. Um, they're based out of a out of an area where they're the oldest known black community in the world. Okay. So um, Hungerford is well known. It, they're they're predominantly uh, African American uh, school elementary school, and right now we're we're trying to help them with their letter grade. It used to be an A school. But now they're 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 literacy right now. We're trying to you know increase that because they do so much for for the for the youth, for mm-hmm. the students at the at at, at Hungerford. So we're trying to do what we can do to to bring it up more. Okay. Uh, now you you mentioned these ratings on these schools for some of us that might not be aware in Florida. Um, what is the difference between your your A and C type ratings? How does that work out? Well. You know, if you're if you're at A school, you get more you get more uh, you you have more resources for your students. You have a bigger you have a bigger expansion. Uh, your schools are, are bigger. You, mm-hmm. you have more resources. Um, you have uh, magnet programs. Okay. You have a larger PTA. Okay. And that would be an A rating school, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. So, and also, you've mentioned a couple of cities. Um, and I, I I lived in Florida many, many moons ago. So these cities that you're mentioning, could you name like a bigger metropolitan city so I can figure out like how close they where they are location wise? Um, well, Eatonville, uh it's not it's not as big as it used to be. Actually their their precinct has shrunken down so much because a lot of it is owned by Maitland. But okay. they're expanding a little more. They just now, you know, got a, a family dollar store in that area. Oh wow! It's a real small city then. It's, it's, it's actually a small town now. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's larger, but um, they're very historic. They're known for the Zora Neale Festival in Eatonville, and um, a lot of it has to do with Black history. You know, a lot of um, celebrating culture, African American culture in in Eatonville, and uh, because they're known for Zora Neale Hurston, she lived there. Okay. And she went to Howard University. She became a writer. She traveled around the world, and uh, she dedicated her uh, she dedicated her her funding after she died and bequeathed it to Eatonville. Okay, okay, all right. So, would you say that Eatonville is? I'm trying to think of some some bigger cities in Florida that everybody would know. Is it close to Tampa or Jacksonville or where in Florida, generally speaking, loc- is it located? What Orlando. Orlando. Okay. All right. So I, I know that. Um, well, let me ask you, because I'd asked you earlier about um, if you saw the issue of single parenting being prevalent in the communities that you're serving. Um, give me your opinion. Why do you think um, there is this rise in single parent families of today? Where, where do you think it's coming from? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, women, you know, getting, um, so, you know, uh, Twenty, you know, I say 30, 30 to thirty-five percent uh, of it is coming from, I believe, women who have been in, you know, bad relationships, um, 
didn't, you know, actually, you know, do their research on who they were dating um, to get into a bind in their relationship and they decided to separate. And, and, and there you go. They have, you know, they, they're with a child and the parents, you know, the, the, the father's not, um, you know, willing to take charge of the situation and uh, the char- charge of the situation of, of having a, a newborn in their lives. And then in mm-hmm. another, I would say, by divorce. And, you know, other situations, I mean, some people look at it as, you know, if you're a single parent, then, you know, uh, and some, some of it has to do with the male, you know, he, you know, he's involved in, in a relationship. And then, you know, the, the mom is not able to take on the challenge of being, you know, um, that, you know, in, in a relationship or taking or wanting to do more with their lives. And they just don't want to be related to the father anymore. So it, it goes both ways. Okay. So, okay. I got you. Now, you know, I had read some research um, while I was getting ready for this show, and it says that um, a lot there's a large. Let me see. If you are raised in a two-parent home, it increases your chances of uh, going to college. Um, it decreases the rates of teen pregnancy. Um, do you have any input on why do you think that is? I mean, why are you more likely to go to college or, or further your education? If you're raised by two parents versus one, um, I, I would see that you know you have more of an influence, but it, it all depends on the parents. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it just depends on the two parent home. I, I believe it, it's more or less you know you see the parents as an influence. They you know the parents have went to college, they graduated, or maybe it's the opposite. Or maybe it's the opposite, or you know the parents uh, had limited, you know didn't go uh, to further their higher education. And they you know, always kind of promote it to their children, say, you know, um, we'd love to be, for you to be that successful in the family that goes to college. And they see okay. their you know, parents uh, working hard in their in their homes, you know, to make it better for their children. So gotcha. in, in any event, it could happen. It could happen in a, in a single parent home, or it could happen in a in a in a you know a home with two parents. But with two parents, you, you have that you have more of a stronger influence. Gotcha. I mean, and you know, even taking, you know, the, the two little youngsters that you're hanging out with today, I mean, right off the bat, you know, she comes like, well, you know, we're business owners and this is what we do. And, you know, you have, you've sparked some entrepreneurial spirit in them that's going to benefit them throughout their whole life. And, you know, I think sometimes maybe if you're just in a one parent home, kind of getting everything in that a child needs growing up might be difficult because you have to you have to be everything and anything and something is going to slip something is going to slack so you know um i i think even like i said with the kids that you're hanging out with today that's a prime example of you know some of the perks of having you know two parents around and stuff like that so i mean i, I just really think we need to explore what happens when we decide to uh, split apart from people that we've had children with. You know, I think we really need to kind of take a deep look at that. Because we have to look at, you know, more in depth in, in relationships. You have people that are in a relationship or married, I would, I would say that are, that are married, and have a rocky marriage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then for some reason their children, you know, they, they, they don't do as well, uh, you know, emotionally. Um, and they don't get that, that full support. Um, namely, I would have to say Robin Gibbons. Mm-hmm. Catholic family. Mm-hmm. Her mother and her mother and father would uh, would argue and fight mm-hmm. in in an interview, and she mentioned that yes, she's a very successful woman, but she has had uh, problems in her in her past relationships. So, gotcha. see, so we have to look at that in in, in perspective and say that. Um, it's, I would say it's not always about the two-parent home. It's if they come from a home that has as much support, at least from one one parent, at least at, from one parent and uh, a lot of their family members. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Ms. Yolanda, I want you to hold on uh, with me. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Here's your host, Lana Reed. Hello, I am talking to Yolanda Nolly, who is the executive director and president of Single Parent Sisterhood of America. Now, uh, Yolanda, 
your nonprofit, uh, like I said, it was Single Parent Sisterhood of America. Can you tell me, uh, you mentioned uh, Edenville, but what, what types of proje- projects are you guys involved in? What exactly do you do? Well, uh, our project is our, our project mission is to um, basically stop the cycle of single parenting in America and also to strengthen the senior citizen community um, health and body and spirit and mind. So that's what we're, our main mission is uh, and our main focus is with our mission. So we have connected a lot of our resources with a lot of people in our network, like a child rescue network. Uh, the president and CEO of that would be Mr. Jeff. Grissomeyer. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, we're actually connecting Hungerford Elementary School with uh, their their mission, and we are doing uh, seminars up and coming for next year. So, and to just inform a lot of the parents about what they could do for, um, you know, to kind of protect themselves from sexual predators, child predators. And um, what they can do to arm themselves, what kind of knowledge they can do to actually increase their awareness and be especially aware of what to look for. Okay. So those are one of our uh, projects that we're doing right now at Hungerford Elementary School. Okay. And when when do you when will you roll out this project? Um, this this the project will roll out um, starting in September of okay. fourteen. Okay. So will you be doing the seminars or do you have um, people that you've contracted to do them or how does that run to work? Um, we have people that we're, that we're contracted to actually pair up together and okay. uh, help with, you know, to, to increase the amount of parents to get involved into the school. Um, okay. To join the PTA um, to kind of show more interest in, in the aspects of how the school is strengthening their uh, productivity how to make themselves more of a magnet um, to increase their, you know, their letter grades. Okay. Is it difficult to get parents involved with, like, the PTA and these programs that you're doing? Well, um, you know, most of the, the majority of the, of the school um, um, concerning the parents, they come from either single-parent single homes or they come from homes that have parents that, that both parents work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're trying to get, you know, their interest level and finding out ways where they can fit in uh, to feel like they can be, uh, they can give their time of volunteering and also a heating what's going on at the school. And um, and also for the students as well to to feel more challenged. Okay. Well, because we have a lot of bright, we have a lot of bright students at that school. And um, some of them, you know, they feel that it could be a bit more challenged. Okay. So, we're bringing that. We're bringing an aspect that we're bringing in uh, leadership programs for the, for the school. We're bringing uh, language arts programs. Okay. Still, uh, learning different languages at the school. So, um, but also getting them getting them aware of what more they could do to increase more uh, of, of a leadership role. I would okay. say for for the students that go to the elementary school. But uh, we're just doing we're preparing a lot for for next year for Hungerford, that's our project right now, and we have a whole listing of, of uh, people that are going to be there. Um, Mr. Jeff will be there next year. Jeff Grissomeyer from mm-hmm. uh, Child Rescue Network. Okay. And um, so we have uh, Mr. Dematis. He's a sculptor. He's going to dedicate uh, his collection of African-American sculptures to Hungerford. Okay. Spelling of that. Um, happening at Hungerford and a new arts program. Amazing. So when you do these types of things um, with this particular school, will this allow you to um, increase the rating in that school and therefore get more resources for that school? Is that how um, that works? I would, I would, I would definitely would say uh, yes to that, to that because um, it will, it will, you know, grab uh, their awareness. We can do more projects. Um, our own, our own uh, programs that we have, especially for our organization, is that we are trying to get a transportation system for people that are trying to um, either keep their jobs or get to work if they don't have transportation, other than bus transportation. So okay. we actually are grabbing some emergency, uh, our emergency transportation programs consist of 
people enrolling online and um, getting to and getting listed online uh, for next year, so that we can uh, that's when it will begin and okay. getting more uh, ways to get to work and also get job interviews by uh, it's kind of like a taxi service, but not so much. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you know we're we're trying to get that um, get that situated for next year and okay. get that. Right. That sounds good. You know, and I would think that um, people teeter-tottering or struggling with the senior parenting issue, um, part of their dynamic is, like you said, the transportation or even maybe finding somebody to watch the kids while they um, go to work. So I'm curious, do you have these types of like maybe babysitting or daycare kind of programs involved with your your nonprofit or or not? Um, uh, we we have uh, we have a we have uh, contracted with Smiling Butterflies in Florida. Okay, Chestnut um, is the uh, founder and CEO of her organization, and um, which helps parents if they are on four C, and they show a letter uh, to our organization, or they get a referral from our organization to her, they will get their daycare paid. Oh, okay. And it is so it's free to the parents, and their daycare will be paid for their. Uh, for their child or children going through uh, smiling butterflies and referred by us. Okay, cool. So now going back to the single parenting, since that is is your mission to decrease the number of children um, raised in single parent homes, uh, is it safe to assume that some of your some of your duties require um, getting people to stay together for? So we don't see single parent homes, or I mean, how do you how do you stop single parent homes? Well, um, it, it's, we we try to do a lot of seminars based upon, um, like we have an upcoming seminar in uh, that's going to be in May, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, Mother's Day. Okay. And, and we do we do seminars um, everywhere. We when we're, we're when we're invited to to do um, functions, we do seminars based upon. Uh, uh, to how to decrease um, that rate of, of single parenting by doing um, uh, getting ready for marriage seminars. So okay. This is for single parents. This is for uh, married couples. Um, you know, anybody who's, who is welcome, who's interested in finding out how to um, be ready to be that housewife, what it takes to be in a marriage. And we have psychologists to come out and speak to them one-on-one and um, help them with any type of concerns they have, any questions they have, and we get them prepared for, for marriage. Oh, okay. I mean, and I think um, I think that's very important. I think generations ago you had a lot of role models. A lot of people were coming out of uh, married households, so you had your parents or your grandparents to turn to when you were struggling with how to do this, how to stay together. Uh, but now, you know, like we were mentioning earlier, there is a larger number of single-parent households, so you don't really have the resources or tools to figure out how to work it all out, how to stay together, you know, and then it gets kind of complicated when two adults are trying to work it out and now there's this child involved. So I think that's that's good that you have the um, the classes and the seminars and, and the help, you know, to kind of help people prepare for marriage because it's, it's much more than, than the wedding day. I, I mean, I could speak firsthand for that one. <laughs> you have the younger generation that, you know, they – they don't think about getting to know that person as well as they should or doing that background. Because, you know, these days you have to do a background check on who's your mm-hmm. Um And at the most thing, we, we have, uh, we try to aware them of different ways to, you know, kind of get how to do role playing and how to get to know a person, you know, that's your perspective they're wanting to date. Um, you know, I agree with Steve Harvey. You know, you have to think like a man and act like a lady. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that that type of aspect we try to bring that into our our seminars. Okay. So, um, that's one of the, the the lively functions that we have in our program. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, we got a couple minutes before the next break here, but um, you know, me and you, we've both been that that headstrong. 16, 17, 18-year-old teenager before, you know, what do you say to the teenager that comes to you with their boyfriend and girlfriend and, you know, I'm in love and I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. You, where you're at now, what do you sit down? What is the conversation you sit down and have with this this young couple? 
um, you know, first, you know, I would, you know, congratulate them that they have that, those feelings towards one another that they are that they are in love, that they feel like this is the person that they want to um, they want to marry in the future. But you know, we also try to sit them down one on one, and um, you know, with it, you know, and try to get them into some type of marriage counseling, and say, you know, that's great. You guys love one another. Um, how about make, taking the next step? And seeing a marriage counselor, see how mm-hmm. And we'd like to introduce you to some of our marriage courses that we have, okay. um, you know, and in seminars. And we'd like to invite you to the seminar. And, and then, um, you know, after you finish the seminar, I'd love to see what you're, where you're at after that. Okay. Good deal. I mean, because, you know, I think, you know, there's a lot of youthful arrogance and, you know, we're just not prepared uh, to make those lifelong commitments. I mean, at, at least today's generation of, of people. They're not really prepared to make these lifelong commitments that they feel they are. And then by the time they do, um, you know, there's all this extra baggage that we're bringing to the table that we have to figure out how to work out now. And, and basically that being the kids that end up suffering there. So, I mean, I just think that's amazing that you guys have the counseling classes and everything. Um, we do it. Sometimes we outsource with other churches that um, allow us to invite them um, on on local occasions to to um, educate you know this is from you know um, young preteens to uh, to adults that we allow to go to these conferences and seminars so um, if they're in love you know you can't just tell them no you can't <laughs> you know you must stay apart from one another you don't yeah if you, I, I've been that teenager and I understand now you know that that's going to end up it's going to end up with you don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Education, getting familiar with one another, getting some counseling, with, you know, between the two of you. And um, whenever possible, you know, we can always promote, you know, getting to uh, getting some, you know, some type of courses and knowing there's some there's some high schools that already have programs Okay. here in Florida that get them prepared to be in there to become. Oh. oh, that's amazing. OK, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there's this, this Cougar High School. They have uh, those programs in place, actually, for uh, the one for some that are in upper level, um, senior senior level at high school. So you know those when they get and that's so these are magnet schools. So mm. again, you know we see that that education having it in local schools like Hungerford and and other and other uh, upper level high schools that we're trying to promote that. And you know this is our mission. And that's what we're doing. We, we know that it takes to, what it, you know, that it takes a lot of communication that we don't have in society. And I think communication is the key. And I think that if we get a lot of parents involved, you know, that uh, at, you know, at a at a early at an early age, whether they're single parents or you're married, um, that it will help. You know, it will help us. You know, to kind of end the cycle. You know, Good deal. Education. You know, educating them getting them out there and, and getting that knowledge out there to them of how to be that supportive parent. Good deal. Well, Ms. Yolanda, hold on with me. We're going to take our uh, commercial break here. We'll be right back. Let's return to Don't Box Me In with your host, Lana Reed. I am with Executive Director and President of Single Parent Sisterhood of America Incorporated, Ms. Yolanda Nolly. And Yolanda, you have a three-part mission statement for your nonprofit, and it helps tackle stopping the cycle of single parenting, building stronger families, and also stronger, healthier senior citizens. And I want to talk about that last part, healthier senior citizens, um, which is also very important to me because, you know, my parents are you know, up there and trying to get themselves together. But why do you think the general public should be concerned or involved with the issue of healthy senior citizens? Well, um, you know, that's, that's hits me deeply um, because I, I you know, I, I'm a true, I have a true admiration for senior citizens because these are our founding fathers. They're, uh, the, they're the ground and foundation of, of, of family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, you see it in, uh, in other world countries where if they honor that senior citizen in their home, they, you know, we don't have a lot of that going on in, in, in other parts of America where we have the senior citizen in a home where we're, we're caring for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're getting that medical care. And, and 
and they're getting that care of the family. They're uh, they're what keeps our our foundation and our history strong and and um, and families. You know, I, I can just remember sitting down listening to my grandparents, my grandfather, you know, talking to me and talking to my brothers and talking about you know his 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 uh his history in 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 the military. You know, mm-hmm. my, my father was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. He was a Vietnam War veteran. And I had this, I have a soft spot for, for veterans. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, he would tell us, you know, his stories. And, and I was just so engulfed in it. It inspired me to be, to be better than, than myself, to, be, to, to go higher than, than um, you know, to, to reach higher for and to, you know, for higher, higher goals in my life. Okay. Um, because I really respect, you know, I really respect his perspective of, of the world from, his, from listening to his history. Um, and the history of his his family and his and his family before his family. So um, yes, yeah, senior citizens uh, programs that we have, we we uh, try to increase their health um, and their and enrich their lives. I mean, um, we uh, we have a program, a caregiver program that mm-hmm. works with their income. Um, you know, if they don't have an income coming in, we um, we get they get good quality care from people that come in to visit them. And taken to their appointment. Okay. Uh, this is this is uh, free 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 of charge. If they don't have an income or they're on a fixed income, we try to work with their make it affordable to them. And right okay. now in the state of Florida, they, they do not have that in place right now. Um, there's actually, there's no there's no assistance programs for seniors in Florida. They do they do have uh you know a lot of resources for for senior citizens, but it's at a cost. Oh, okay. 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 High cost, and uh, which uh, and and the quality of service sometimes is not as it's not as good for for senior citizens that, that are on a fixed income by Social Security. Okay, understand, so, understand. I, and you know, your earlier, you know, a part of this, you brought up a valid point. I think that um, when we're disconnected from our seniors, you know, the people that are responsible for us being here. Um, you're disconnected from where you came from. You don't, you don't have some sort of a backbone of who you are. And, you know, that might be a contributing factor for why we see some of the dysfunction that we do see in today's world is, you know, we've kind of separate, separated ourselves from our history um, as, a, as an American culture. Um, I don't think other societies, other cultures have the problems that we have. But, you know, that might be why we, we've kind of separated ourselves generationally from each other. And um, you know that, that you know that that's the foundation that we you know that we that we live by. I mean, we get educated by our our founding fathers, which are now senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And we you know we see that we feel that um, if senior citizens want to work, um, we try to get them into uh, a way to be mentors because I feel that senior citizens are great mentors. Mm-hmm. They can, they're very wise. They have the experience. They've lived, they've lived, uh, they live life ahead of our, ahead of our generations. And they know, you know, where if you're going the wrong way, they can let you know before you go, to, before you go on the wrong path. This is our parents. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, we, we are, we are definitely, we have a, um, we're building our mentor program. And a lot of it is through, um, hiring senior citizens to be a part of that cool stuff i mean and that gives them you know something to do to keep them vibrant and alive and i mean essential that is needed now you mentioned that you have a a program with the seniors where you assist them with their care and stuff like that are there any other programs projects that you have um, with the seniors um we have a lot of projects that we um that we have uh started and um but we we haven't quite put them. We have some that are already in place, and some that are, that is still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know, it, it you know it takes a lot of funding, you know, from from sure. a part of our government. And um, you know, we, we we get it all through donations and people volunteering their time. So mm-hmm. we try to ask a lot of them to um, to definitely. 
Um, we have a lot of them that um, that we have used by um, volunteering their time and also, um, you know, by donations. We're, we're, we're listed under 211. Okay. So, um, people, you know, if, there, if there's ever a need from our organization, they can go to 211 and uh, find out what we have that's available. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, right now, we're, we're not a 501c3 quite yet. Um, so we are, we're working with a, a sculpture, a well-known sculpture artist in, uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. So to, uh, to raise more funding for, uh, for art programs. Okay. And he says that he's going to um, help us out with raising that money so that we're able to get our 501c3, but also help uh, other schools that need funding also. Okay. To uh, now, get more. Somebody's having a good time over there. <laughs> so where where exactly are you at in the process of getting your um, 501c3? Because I know it's a very laborious process sometimes. Where 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 can people get in to fit in to help you get your 501c3? Um, well, we, we're also on the, the agency list with 211 also. You can go to the United Way um, online, and um, we're listed underneath their uh, their registry. Mm-hmm. And um, we have it where they have a, they have a spot where um, if, a, if an organization is asking or requests funds or in-kind donations, they can go and submit a, submit a suggestion mm-hmm. to, to get funding. We're also on Twitter, Facebook. We we love to we love to get comments and even some of their input about our program. Okay. And how we can improve. We're always looking to improve. We're always looking to uh, to find out other ways so we can be of help to the community because that's what we're about. We're about growing stronger families in America. Gotcha, gotcha. Now let me ask this because sometimes you know I know I tend to take on these major projects on my own and and this seems like a a large phenomenal thing you're doing i know you have the consultants but are you in this yourself you have help um well i have uh, other i have other members um it's, it's really family ran okay so i have my i have my mother on our on our board and she's a wonderful uh a tribute to it because she's been in line for so many years um, she's actually my secretary, <laughs> but <laughs> she said, you know, um, and I love the fact that she's contributed her time, uh, you know, for the cause. And I also have a, uh, a friend, this Ann Norman, this Ann Norman Jarrell, she's the assistant director mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, for our, our projects. And she's a senior citizen herself, so she's definitely always motivated to help out in some, in many ways, to help senior citizens. Okay, okay. Now, what, um, what types of in the past? I think I read that you you did some sort of food drive or anything. Was that the senior citizen program, or was that some other part of your um, organization? Um, what well, we we have we have our focus definitely um, is is in the quality of care okay. in all of our programs. And um, we try to stay we try to stay focused in what our projects are consistent on and based on. Okay. 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 So um, what so you do the the care for uh, the excuse me. You do the, the health care for the seniors and then you do certain um, Things to stop single parenting. You have the programs for that. Uh, there's also this one other element that you have, which is building stronger families. Um, how do you go about doing that? Um, well, uh, we feel the key is definitely and uh, getting a lot of communication started. Uh, that's is that's in um, that's in a lot of our seminars, mm-hmm. and um, we go to different schools, to different churches. And we do a lot of, you know, seminars based upon uh, getting ready for marriage, um, getting pre- prepared financially in their, uh, in, in, in what they're doing with their family income. 
for the household. Okay. Um, that's with uh, single parents of all six sizes. We deal with we deal with uh, senior citizens. We try to get them into a lot of uh, uh, a lot of care through our programs, through the caregiver program, and that's basically funded by a lot of our volunteers who get involved. And we're always looking for more volunteers with that particular program as well. That have oh, a license or they're going to medical school. We have doctors giving their time as well. Oh, cool stuff. That's a good deal. All righty, Miss Yolanda, we're going to take our last break of the day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Don't Box Me In. Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Here's your host, Lana Reed. Hello, hello. Once again, I have been spending my day with Yolanda Nolly, who is the executive director and president of Single Parent Sisterhood of America. Now, um, I know we, we talked briefly that a lot of the stuff that you want to do, your organization wants to do, is dependent on funding. Um, but in your, your bucket list for your nonprofit, uh, what are some of the things that uh, we have planned down the pipeline? What are, what are the some of the things you have already in the making or, you know, that you would like to have? come to fruition uh we have activities that are already in the making um we have activities that were already in progress like you met Catherine and Ebony they're in the girls for business organized uh, uh our program for girls for business and they are they are excellent candidates they have they've already have their YouTube built mm. <laughs> their girls for business and they have their own product that they have coordinated together in their in their partnership. Mm. So we believe that when girls are integrated into um, and they have goals, they're in their goal minded. Then they feel we feel that they're going to go further and that they're going to be more skeptical in in areas of dating. Their their mind is focused on being a success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what, just out of curiosity, what, what type of product do the young ladies have that they have in this Girls for Business? Uh, well, their, their focus is on, is on uh, charity. Right okay. Now, business, and they make their own, they make clothing. Okay. They give clothing away uh, to children that need. Mm-hmm. Um, they go and they travel. Um, to different churches, and they kind of they, they gather all of the clothing that they make, and or, or clothing that they do not have use for, and they bring it to the churches and they donate it. Okay, okay, sweethearts. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. So, what other what other projects does um, sisterhood uh, single parent sisterhood of America have on the pipeline? Um, right now, we are getting ready to uh, invest our time in an upcoming seminar with Planned Parenthood and okay. to different um, groups, different age groups, about stopping that, um, about teenage, how to stop teenage pregnancy, and we're involving the parents in that seminar for next month. Okay. Okay, that's next month. And uh, do we have any other things down in 2014 or, or on beyond? Um, we have other uh, events that are up and coming with Hunger uh, for Elementary School and mm-hmm. uh, having Jeff uh, Grissemeyer uh, from mm-hmm. Top Unique Network coming down to talk about child safety. So, um, giving, and giving out child IDs to the parents. Oh. And, and license plates for parents that have younger children, like uh, infants as well. Okay, okay. Now, you've mentioned quite a few names throughout the course of the interview, but what, what partnerships, what people um, or what organizations are you partnered with at this time? Well, we are we are partnering with uh, WellCare and Planned Parenthood. Okay. Uh, we finalize everything quite yet, but we are going to finalize it um, before next week. We're going to finalize everything. And then we will be associated with Planned Parenthood and Well Care. Okay, okay. 
And so I'm assuming in Florida, if um, somebody would like any of the services that you provide, um, you're listed with certain um, public services within Florida. Is that true or no? Um, we are listed under 201. Okay. And they can always go to our Facebook page, our uh, Twitter page, which is under SS America Incorporated. That's our acronym for our um, nonprofit organization. And they can always go to Google Plus. Mm-hmm. We are under that, and they can contact. That's a way to contact someone in our board. We, we always share the network, and we try to find out ways that we can help. And they can always contact us at our office location which is uh, 407-300-4281. Okay. Okay. And um, like I said, we mentioned a couple of times, every nonprofit um, always needs the kindness of people's hearts. They need donations. Uh, but what other types of things does Single Parent Sisterhood of America need to, um, mo- and moving forward, what do you need? Um, we are definitely looking for the more sponsorship we have for um, for our cause, the better. Um, we're not a 501c3 quite yet, but we are able to solicit in Florida mm-hmm. um, and our name. So okay. we, we, we we always welcome other organizations that want to partner with us. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have to be a nonprofit organization. Okay. Uh, it can be a business for profit. Um, okay. Search. Um, we always welcome that because we're all in it together to try to lend a helping hand in America. Okay. Okay. And um, I think briefly we had discussed, um, and you might have mentioned it, but I I just kind of want to make sure I touch bases on it again, um, that you had a big event or seminar coming up uh, soon. What what was that again? I think you might have mentioned it already. Uh, We have a big um, seminar that's happening at Hungerford Elementary School, and um, this is about teenage pregnancy. And also we're having in an unveiling of, for Black History Month, a uh, local artist, a local, a local sculptor is uh, donating um, his sculptures of uh, past African-American leaders, Nelson Mandela, um, Barack Obama, and other, um, other people of history, of African-American history, to each of them, to um, Hungerford Elementary School for the students. And mm-hmm. um, this is... Uh, Probably by next year, it will be in effect. They're going to have a larger arts program at Hungerford. Okay. And I'm assuming the little ladies that I hear in the back room, do they go to this school, Hungerford? Yes, they do. <laughs> okay. And it's a elementary school? Yes, it is a local elementary school um, okay. in Florida, um, in Maitland. So, and they are, they are uh, always eager to to talk in a lot of our events. Okay. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell. So the school hunger, it's a, um, I guess it's a public school. Is there, are there any requirements? You just have to live in the, the area to be able to attend that school or um, is it, how, how does it work? Um, as far as with the programs, we, we have a connection with the Rainbow Girls, the International Order of Rainbow Girls. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is an organization they help out younger, younger um, ladies from uh, from age of six and up. So, and uh, that is we have a lot of we have strong uh, leadership programs for public speaking for uh, for charity work. And um, I'm very I'm affiliated with Mrs. Uh, Miss Barbara Ortiz. She is the uh, president of that organization. Oh, okay. And, Given her time also to enlist a lot of girls um, that are eager, waiting to become a rainbow girl uh, to okay. come into the program. Okay. So if I was to ask the young ladies in the background um, for their promotional material, could they tell me like their YouTube site and and how to how somebody goes about um, helping them with their goals, or or would they be able to do that? Um, they would, and even though it's kind of under they're still. They're trying to figure uh, they're, um, un- unloading their their ideas for the for the next episode. <laughs> okay. The trends uh, that they talk about it, what they're doing to advertise. Just again, um, if you have a minute. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, what you want to hear about 
you want to hear about your 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 purpose for for your um, advertising your product. Okay. Oh. Okay. They're they're really they're here. They they want to they want to share what they're going to do for their next episodes on YouTube. All right, we're all ready. Oh, they can't copy your designs. Okay, that's very smart there. I, I mean, that's a very good business move right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when are you guys going to do your next video? Well, we when we um when we become when we have a lot of money, we're going to be <laughs> going to get models <laughs> models the clothes we make. So you have to wait until you get a lot of money? You can't start off small and, and grow? We are going to start off small and get bigger. That's right. That's right. I like that attitude. Okay. So when can we expect for you to have another video out? Actually, by, by March 15th. March, March 15th. Okay. So we're going to look out for it. Do you have a name on your YouTube uh, channel that we can go look for it? Um, K-N-E. K-N-E? Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I tell you what, we're all going to look for that video on March 15th, okay? And I wish you much success in everything you guys got going on, okay? Okay. All righty. You have a good day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, Miss Yolanda. Um, once again, uh, what is the phone number for people to connect with you? It's 407-300-4281. All righty, my lady, it has been a pleasure. My guest has been Yolanda Nolly, and um, I thank you for making time to speak with me today. I wish you much success in everything that you do. And until next week, everybody, I look forward to connecting with you.